This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hey, it's Aileen and Sammy and Jordana. If you like what you're hearing, the holiday break is the perfect time to catch up on your favorite Betches podcast or discover a new one that you've been missing all year. We've got podcasts for every interest, like the sub podcast for the politically obsessed, The Bachelor, our Bachelor recap show, and not another true crime podcast for true crime junkies. This is our gift to you this holiday season, and we know it's going to be so much better than listening to your relatives. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you in 2019. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. And I'm Jordana Abraham. And, and we're back. We are back. Uh, it's great to be back. It's holiday season. I know. It's so joyful. It really is. The city, New York City, Christmas time in New York City. I think it's the best. It is. Yeah. I, I'm like, a, I'm Grinchy. I'm a little Grinchy, I'd say. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I never was like a holiday guy, but you get to New York and I'm fully in. Love it. Yeah. I think that this is New York is the best place to be during like the the holidays. It's just you just hear the jingle. You hear the jingle bells every time you walk down the street. Yeah. And you're not over the cold yet. It's still like a little bit endearing. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. And it it doesn't get cold here really. Until like January, February. It it really doesn't. That's an underrated thing. Mm -hmm. Because like I'm from Boston. It feels like the winter starts you know, like mid fall and then, and then ends mid spring. And here mm-hmm. it feels like you get the real seasons. Yeah. But I, I do love, you know, and we talk about it in one of the ads, just you go, there's just this, everyone's just game to go out all the time. It feels like. Yeah. And there's like a, just a lot of people who are excited to go out. And also like people aren't, you don't have to, you're usually wearing like sweaters and stuff. So people are yeah. eating. So that's nice. <laughs> you got your eating you clothes know? on, you look good in them, exactly. you wear layers. Yeah. I actually talked about this a little bit. Um, and I want to hear what you think. Do you, I think December is like a good month to free yourself from dating apps. To, yeah, because I think there's a lot of organic opportunities to meet people. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you have these in, in situations where it's like, well, like, I, you know, I have my holiday party. You have yours. And then mm-hmm. the, someone says, oh, we will come to the holiday party. They let anybody in, you know, like right. that situation. It's a good to, Yeah, it's a good time to just like organically kind of like get out there and socialize. I think it's a good. Yeah. Look, look up from your phone because here's the other thing. January, February. Though you are yeah, in a there's not dark, a ton going on. dark apartment, no one wants you to go out. You say, "Why don't, why don't we do a happy hour?" And they're like, "It's January. I go to sleep at three. Exactly. You know I mean? No one wants once. That's like once I get back to my apartment, I'm not leaving for anything. Game month. over. Yeah. So I, I think that's like a dating app month. For whereas sure. December, you're out. It's like uh, you know, it's vacation time. It's the summer of the winter. Let's talk. What are we talking about today? So today we're talking. I got. We got a really oh, can interesting I do a, email. Can I do a quick announcement? Of course. I, I am doing. If I, I know. Like, listen. I don't know what you do. For, what are you doing for? What are you doing for New Year's? I'm going to Florida. Florida. Yeah. Great move. It's gonna be wild. There's there's different iterations of New Year's where it's yeah. like I want to do the stay in New Year's. Yeah. I want to do the go out New Year's uh-huh. with a bunch of people. 
I am going to give you another option. I'm going to be at Comics Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. That's uh, sounds like a great time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be. It's not for everybody. I, I understand. I'm not sitting there being like, right. you know, no, put away the you know the go and gout and get drunk. No, 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 no. It's a Monday night. It's New Year's. I'm doing two shows. Comics Mohegan Sun. If you live in the Connecticut area, if you live near those casinos in Connecticut, come on out. I'll be there. It'll yeah. be fun. I'm excited to do I it. I saw on the Comedy Cellar Instagram, I guess. Were you there last year for New Year's? I, I saw yeah. you on the <laughs> che, video. It's a it's a weird thing. So I um I was You were doing I, the countdown. I, yeah, that's <laughs> a that's a tough thing for me. Because I I, so if you go to the comedy it's on my Instagram too yeah um, last New Year's I hosted at the comedy cellar because I was in town okay and uh, Michael Che of SNL fame he is a good friend of mine and he was like you know the, I'm the worst part about doing comedy on New Year's mm-hmm. for me is doing that countdown okay because yeah. I because it's so cheesy it's so cheesy and also like I'm in a position where I host a lot because they because yeah. I I'm I have the ability to and I can go up and talk some comics they just don't want to host I'm mm-hmm. okay with it you're a great host so, I've seen you, you do so it, yeah. I, I go up but it's embarrassing to me that there's some couple from Des Moines sitting in the crowd with me counting in their new year. Like, I'm like, Ugh. They're bringing it in with you. <laughs> I guess so. I feel like just such a, a putz. Like, I'm just like, right. and I'm like trying to like, like if I was there in the crowd, I'd be like, who's this idiot? It's not even like someone cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was like at the cellar, I'm, I'm at the village underground and I'm, I'm tasked with counting in the new year. And then when Che showed up to hang out, I'm like, Dude, they're gonna be pumped. Bring you up for now. Right. It's like a celeb. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I brought him on stage to count down the new year, and he made fun of me. And uh, it ended up being easier. It made my life easier because I was in my head about it. So, so this show will be just as good, if not better. Yeah, than that with me, no Michael Chad, but it's gonna, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be good. But well, the cellar's a great place for New Year's too. If you're looking for something, right? Too. While we're on the the topic, though, what do you think is like the best move if you're single on New Year's? Like what party? I assume I actually. think think um there's, there's a lot not, of pressure there's a we lot talked of pressure. About this last year actually too did we talk about this about the new year's pressure for the new year's kiss what am i going to do if i don't it's, get the new year's there's kiss? there's no bigger loser moment <laughs> than, than when year. you have no one to when you're not sure right it's like the saddest kiss. point it's like you know what it, it just sucks because you're starting off the year feeling a little pathetic i will admit something <laughs> yeah absolutely right I'm, it's like let's start off 2019 <laughs> with a with a pathetic gut feeling to that point i literally at one time maybe last year i was looking around like i got i you know i'm at the cellar i'm working i got i'm not i am alone because you you don't see it coming until like 11 55 right and you're like shit who am i that first minute when are you just gonna be the happy new year guy Right. Or are you going to be like the grab your gal, you know, or a guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I went in the bathroom. I Aww. was like, I'm going to sit on the shitter. <laughs> just three, two. <laughs> but I know I did the countdown. So okay. I was on stage for yeah. it, but I've been in the bathroom. Like, I feel like that's that a moment. That sounds like a safe place. You don't have to like see everyone looking at it around because people look around <laughs> that moment. People well, you're, but yeah. I think the perfect uh, scenario for New Year's is I think you don't be afraid to dig into whoever you're hooking up with right i think it's an overrated single night i think it's an underrated couples night or couples night but also it's an underrated couples night it's a great couples night right it's an underrated i've been kind of making out with this person for like a couple weeks night Mm -hmm. because people are afraid to be like 
put themselves out there to say like, hey, we're not even like dating yet. Why would I like take up their night? New Year's, yeah. But everyone needs someone to kiss at that moment. Yeah. Or, or is looking for that companionship. Right. Do you think do you think any guys would be like scared that like the wanting to spend New Year's together thing is like a I am Maybe like, oh, we're, we're, we're taking this a little too fast. I don't think it's a take a little too fast. I think because New Year's happens in groups, right. it's, it, it takes a lot of that out of it. So if you said like, like my friends and I, we're doing this bar deal at this place. And then right. you're like, well, my friends and I haven't really figured something out. Maybe we should, you know, get involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you gotta I, make it about like the cruise of people coming together. The, relieve your, relieve your, your anxiety via the community. Yeah, and I think New Year's Party is probably a great pl- place to meet people. Great place or, to meet people. Yeah. Just 11.55. That, night, that is much. a sad five minutes. Yeah, you got to just figure single. out what to do in those moments. And if you don't, you don't find anyone and you're just there and you give your friend a hug, it's like, that's okay too. Yeah, too. that's okay too. I just think you got to... It's I, okay to feel like shit for like a minute. It's fine. <laughs> then everyone forgets and you just continue. Happy New day. Year. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay to feel like shit. It's okay. Yeah. I, you know, I think we've all we've all been in that. Most people, if you if you're normal, have been single during a New Year's, and then it, it's kind of weird. It feels weird for a minute, and then well, everything's fine. I think that's. I think the reason New Year's resolutions exist is because of how shitty you feel right, at because twelve of that, oh one. Right, where you're like, <laughs> this feels weird. I don't want to feel this way next I'm year. I'm fat. I'm single. <laughs> I have nobody. My job sucks, and I only have one day to have these these this like anxiety. Right. Let me fix my life in january that's basically yeah. the I, I mean january is the monday of the of months don't that's sit in the, go, yeah, yeah. the monday of month yeah. that's true it's like don't, i'm getting my shit together that's right don't sit in the toilet and Give new year's eve is hug. the sun not not to say december isn't this isn't the sunday but new year's eve is the sunday that in say. one day yeah like the sunday scary i think it's the mo it's like the most sunday scariest moment mm-hmm. of the of the that, year that new year's eve day yeah new year's day for sure oh man i i Listen, good luck out there, soldiers. Just be safe. You <laughs> yeah. know, that's the thing. I also think like signing up for those bar deals is the move. Give yeah. in to whatever it is. I, one year we did this. I might have told this. I can't believe we've been doing this for more than a year. I, I know, right? I, I am, we didn't uh, even celebrate our one year. We didn't even have a cake or anything oh, well. or whatever. So <laughs> Jordana <laughs> lost all energy for that one year anniversary. <laughs> it's I, a lot of celebrations. There's too many celebrations. It's too much. Yeah. I... I will say that I signed up. I remember one year, friends and I did like an 80s band. Okay. And we all dressed up in 80s attire. And then we've realized, and I told everyone that they everyone dresses up in 80s attire. So I was in like, um, I was in like zebra leggings and like, like a like a breastplate. I look like Ew. a kiss character. Okay. And then in a big, you know, wig and all this shit. That and then fun. and then everyone else was in the jackets with the sleeves rolled up. The girls had their hair teased out. And then we showed up to this 80s band and no one was dressed up. <laughs> It was just like, and we just had the best. Yeah. It was the best time. It was like an open bar for, you know, 80 bucks a person. It's funny if it's you and your friends accidentally dressing up. If it's just you, you become (laughs) like a pariah. You're the clown. Right. Of the whole event. Yeah. That's fun though with your friends to be like that. Girls get to be a lot sillier with their friends, I think, than guys do. So it's nice that Uh, guys have an opportunity to do that. I used to have a costume closet. I've I've been dressing up for stuff. I know, but like for Halloween, like, did you, have you done like, like group costumes with guys i feel like that's more of a girl thing it, no i've never done that i would think that well the thing is for guys you know so much hinges on so much of our sexual uh 
you know, worth is put on our personalities. Right. That it's like, oh, if you're like... terrible. It must be tough to be a man out there. People are just judging you based well, on the things that you say and do. Yeah, it's horrible. And uh, every day is worse than the last. Right. And but, but it's like, if I don't come up with something funny, I don't mm. fuck. Right. And then it's like, if I'm in the group, it's like, well, now I gotta... I'm just as funny as the good looking guy. Right. So it's like... That's what I think why Interesting. Don't yeah. Have. But speaking of, you know, uh, holiday break time, it is uh, a lot of people go away and we got this email which which made me think about uh I think this is a great subject for this podcast that we haven't gotten into. We yeah, we haven't. Um so we're uh, part of the so the discussion is like about how much sexual freedom we should allow in relationships and what constitutes cheating and if that's kind of like a fluid thing. Okay. I mean, this is like a new agey 2018 topic of conversation. Do you think yeah. so, or do you think there's always kind of been like? Well, I think there's. I think now we're talking about it because there's more ways to get caught. I think it's a lot of people have gotten caught mm-hmm. cheating, and then they're like, "We should have an open relationship." You right. know, like I, I think the whole idea of an open relationship is like very, very of the day, yeah. yeah. And where it wasn't, because now I think that there was, um, like, the whole idea of like the. I, I don't know if this term is offensive. I'm not. I'm not even sure. But the Italian guma. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I mean, they use it in The Sopranos, so, so it must not be offensive. So it must be fine. They're, they would just mil- yeah. murder people. So right. I, I like that whole idea, you know, comes from another time in a place where it's like, basically you had these arrangements where like one side would say, don't embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And the other side would say, hey, I'm going to get this off on the side. And it's like, now it was just allowed. Yeah. And it's I think like, there's, it's a very cultural thing. Sure. Right. It's a cultural thing, but it's also like now, like let's say someone cheats on it. The idea that someone got caught cheating before the internet right. is like, how dumb were they? <laughs> like, right. With the lipstick on the collar. That was a, perfume. that was an, I, that, that was a way people got caught. Right. And yeah. you're like, nowadays that's like the, you would be like, okay, perfume, lipstick, you get all rid of that. And then you'd be like, I got to check my Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah, I got to make sure. Text. I got uh, I got to have seven people. Like, I got to have like gotta a read sure receipts. I got to make sure my texts aren't linked to my computer or aren't linked to. I mean, when that happened, you know how many, there, I would like to see the minute the cloud started. If, right, like, the cloud. Spikes, if spikes in, yeah. in cheating went up. Mm-hmm. Like, what, where are the numbers on that? Right. You know, do you want to read the email? Yeah, let's do it. Um, hey, Jays, love the podcast. I tell my friends and rate, review, subscribe. I have a question for you. My boyfriend and I are in Thailand and he wants to get a happy ending massage. We've been together six years since university. I just spit up my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And cheating has never been an issue. I'm not particularly concerned, but this, but is this a crazy idea to let him do it? Is this cheating? Am I opening a dangerous can of worms? Thanks in advance. Another J. I, (laughs) I find it interesting that she is with him. That's the most interesting part. Yeah. That's like the, the, How do you come back to the right, hotel? Well, I just took a little walk and I was thinking uh, maybe we should uh, check out the shops and what? then I can get uh, jerked off by a Thai stranger. Yeah, like how does it... <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> how was the massage? Well, she never cut the balls. Here's the thing. Um, I think I would, I would be okay with this if I wasn't there. That's the difference to you. For me, that's the difference because it's like if I'm there, why do you? I prefer to like be involved in like whatever sexual thing is going on. Like we're on vacation together. Sure, sure. I have a. I mean, like also vacation sex. Like what? That's like, like what, good what, sex. That's when you go it's relaxed. Like, good that, sex. Yeah, that's when it's like you have someone else cleaning up the room. Yeah. Like why is that? 
it, it feels like <laughs> I kind of consider this like I think about like things that guys do and I think about the iffy things I think about like lap dances I think sure. about um, happy ending massage and I know guys do that that's like a thing and for me I'm kind of like if this is something that you like really want to try if you're on a bachelor party mm. and everyone's getting massages and you want one like fine if you're, if you're going to a strip club i'm not going to say no you can't you can't go to the strip club like or you can't get a like but if the, you want to try that when you're there like go for it what's strange to me and i i appreciate that attitude <laughs> completely right? I'm, I'm, I'm behind that attitude shocking right? <laughs> <laughs> what i'm against is and we've talked about this with other stuff where it's like do we have to tell each other everything like right. he did he could have just like how clear does he need his conscience at a certain point i'm like I'm wondering when you go on vacation. You think together, he shouldn't tell her? No, I I think you go on vacation. I think it's one thing. I think it's like like well, they're like they're on vacation okay. together. Why is he telling her? The, why does know, he want it on vacation with her? Is more of my question. Yeah, the, the, well, this is why. Why does he want it? And then why does he feel the need to tell her? Is it is this his way of being? Like to me, things are said to get you to the next thing you want to say. What do you think he really? You think he really wants what? I, I an open relationship? I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how this comes up. I, I mean, he could have just been. Is it? Maybe I'm naive to the Thailand massage scene mm -hmm. because I think it's very easy to to get one there. Well, it might be very easy, but it's like, could he not get a massage without that being assumed? I think it's like a thing there. Like it's definitely a thing. It's almost like I think just as common as it is uncommon. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, but you can get one here. Yeah, you can get very, one here. I, I mean, think it's like really cheap to get one there. Too. Yeah, that's it's like true. Part, like an extra. What? <laughs> is it? It's like buying a suit in Thailand. It's like oh, it's just, cheaper. <laughs> I might as well get it here. Also, like the hand jobs are quite gonna, inexpensive. You just walk into a suit store. They're like, you can get the, uh, the suit, double breasted. You know, yeah. present hand job. <laughs> exactly, it's on the menu. Uh, French cut. It's all very well yeah, priced. Yeah, it's all well priced. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like this situation. If I was with my girlfriend and I was like, I and in Thailand, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I gotta get one of those happy. End. I just gotta see it. <laughs> this has to be a part of my trip. I'd be like, I'd be like, I you just wouldn't tell her. I would just go. I'm going for a Thai massage, and then I would, I wouldn't say anything. So for some as reason, bad as that sounds, for some reason to me that's like worse. Like. I don't know. I part of me part of me gets what you're saying because part of the allure of doing that thing is that it's like kind of wrong. Sure. And when you tell someone and you ask for permission, it like makes it less exciting. Do yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, like if I have to like ask you and then you like approve and I'm like okay, I got the approval slip, like I can go. It's like kind of takes the adventure and like fun away from it. How much itself. fun is that? Right. Mommy let me get a massage with a handy. Right. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> or like, oh, like she says I can get a lap dance. Like, so now I can like, I'm free to go as opposed to like the secret aspect of it. It's funny because like in that book that we were talking about a few weeks ago mm. about infidelity, they were saying like even couples who are open, like still like have these betrayal moments because like what's exciting about that is the fact that you're not allowed to do it. It's not the yeah. fact that you like, it's not even the act. Like it may, the act becomes so much hotter by the fact that it's like forbidden. Yeah. It's a, it's a variable in the, in the relationship. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, I mean, cause I, I side, I empathize with, um, cheaters more than people would probably want. 
Right. Like I, I do <laughs> like something I, you want to hear from every, but I'm saying as far oh. as like open relationships and stuff like that, like I don't think that's even true. Like I just think it's like you, someone law, you know, like I, I don't think that those are, I don't think open relationships can exist. I mean, we should have people on you here. You don't think have, they can? I don't think it's a, a thing. Like, I don't think, um, I, do you? Do I think they can? I mean, like, it's funny because also, I think we talked about this also in the last episode where, and she writes about this in the book, in that like gay men can have often have open relationships yeah. or more flexible, like sort of like dating roles than mm. straight men um, or straight people in general because they've been operating outside the confines of like, of like uh, societally acceptable sex practices for so long that they're much more like fluid and like sort of able to see like the nuances of like of like being committed or or having or like sexuality in general which is very interesting so i think that like me i think for that subset that does work for them often i don't really know that many people's experiences so i can't say for sure i mean i but i mean as a guy i know that i could have sex with someone i don't love right i mean i'm i'm sure there's girls out there that feel the same Mm -hmm. but i could also be in love with someone and you know and be like okay uh that was i'll shower that other experience off like i as far as like you don't you don't put them together you're saying i i would i don't think i i i do but i don't um, you can easily you're saying you can easily separate emotions from sex i think i could right and i don't think a lot so that, of women operate that way where right. well you do you think that's why it's easier I, for a lot of gay men to be able that, to do that in my in right. my opinion yeah i i, I think that's probably true i like, think that's i think it would take a very like i don't want to say evolved because i don't know if that's necessarily better but it's um, not bad yeah. yeah like um it would take a certain kind of woman i think to be okay with that not that that's a bad kind of woman i think it's definitely it would be an easier thing but also like would you be fine with your girlfriend hooking up with guys i don't know i <laughs> Even if there was no there was no emotional aspect to it, that's like kind of yeah. Like, I get, you could I, you're saying you could do it. I wouldn't be weird for you. Would it be weird for you to like know that that was happening. Yeah, I guess it would. I I I'm speaking honestly, and you know, probably going uh, high, you know, uh, fucking disagreeing with myself at every turn. <laughs> um, but I. Yeah, I just haven't thought that out. I mean, I'm not looking to cheat. Right, you're you know? like, I can't so, imagine a world in which a woman would want to have <laughs> sex with someone besides me. Besides me, I'm me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a strong medium. So it's like, I, I, yeah. I, it's a tough subject. I, because I think, could a relationship go on after cheating? I do right. think so. This relationship where they're in Thailand, could they move on? I think that's an uncomfortable trip. Right. Like if I tell a girl, like if I say to a girl, I, if, a, if, a, if a woman passes by and I'm with a girl and a woman passes by and I go, I love those pants on her. Yeah. The girl that I'm with. It's not a good thing to say. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. The girl I'm with would go look at me and go, do you not like the pants I wear? It would become very personalized. See, right. If a guy, I think the opposite happened. If a guy walked by and you were and like, I was with a girl and she was like, that sweatshirt i would go i'm buying it tomorrow <laughs> like I, I just wouldn't it wouldn't phase me that way i don't know for me i kind of feel like i'm much more i would be much more concerned with like the emotional micro cheating experiences than like for me if i'm if my boyfriend's on a bachelor party i'd mm. rather him get a lap dance from a stripper than go like 
be flirting with girls at bars. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Right. There's that's a, for me. That's like that's mechanical. It's almost like sure. that's not like real for me. Like having like a th- those girls at the bars are like or more competition for this sure. relationship. Sure. Than I think probably. But the let's stripper. say you and your boyfriend do a trip to Thailand. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he's like, I really want to. I want a hand job. We're here. This is their commodity. This is. <laughs> Right, you got to do it. It's like going to Vegas. Got to gamble. You got to go to Thailand. If he, I really don't think he would say that. But if he did say that, I'd say go for it. I want to hear all about it when you get back. You wouldn't really. I think that would. He says this all the time because I tell him that he can do that. I I always tell him like, oh, if you want to get a lap dance, if you want to like. Uh, hand like, job yeah he, I mean like I know I know I know guys who who get those massages okay and I don't think that's like so rare of an occurrence not at all I so no judgment here this is the judgment free zone right so if he says that um and he's always like I don't believe that you're actually like okay with it this does but, feel like a trick to me I'm right. with him yeah well <laughs> I'm just kind of like I want to know about it, right? I sure, want you can you can do whatever you want. I want to well, not whatever you want, but you you can do those things. I want to know about it, and he thinks that like I just say that because I know he wouldn't. Yeah, it's almost like I'm I'm so cool. I'm like I'm cool, girl. I'm like sure. giving you like the free pass to go yeah. do those things, but only just because like I just kind of know like his it's vibe. Ro- it's Ross and Rachel. I know his vibe, yeah. and I just like don't I don't see him like doing that. I think you know what I mean. Like he. Let's say he proposed. Is but there, if he did, like, like if I, I'm this girl, I would yeah. go. I'll give you the hand job. Right. Yeah. That's what I would say. I was like, uh, that's why if I'm there, that's what I'm saying. I'm like chill with it. If I'm not, if he's away with his friends and he's doing a thing, if I'm in the same town as you, I'm almost like a little insulted. <coughs> I'm like, I'm here. Like, why do you? I think it's insulting to like even ask. I think it's like while if, you're with them. While you're with them. Yeah. Like if you're gonna go do that, you go do it on your own time. You be you fucking deal with it in your own way. You know, be an adult and keep that right. shit to yourself. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's like it, it's another thing if you guys are in a relationship where like sexually, you guys talk about that stuff like all the time, and that heightens your own sexual relationship. Like to me, that there's relationships where the guy, the girl, go. Oh, I want you to do. I want you to do that because I want to hear all about it. And like that would be hot to her. <laughs> like in yeah. the way you're saying, you're, right? You like, oh, a fact finding mission. I want to hear about how they did, it, and I want to hear. And I, you know, like I could see how it could heighten the sexuality of a relationship. In this situation, it seems like she's like, what? We're going to the beach, <laughs> <laughs> right? You want to change the dinner reservation yeah, so we, you can <laughs> squeeze this in? I think when you're Literally. with someone, it's weird because like. I just think in that context, it doesn't really make any what sense. If, uh, okay, so now you, you, your boyfriend goes to Thailand with the boys. Okay. Big guy's trip to yeah. Thailand. I'd be weirded out by that initially. Yeah. <laughs> as a, as a, in a guy in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just going to Thailand. Right. We do it every year. What? Yeah. Um, he comes back. He goes, I just got to tell you something. I got a hand job from Seuss. How do you handle that? He went with his friends. Me and the boys, we're at the beach. Okay. Things got crazy. We started drinking. We went for a group massage. We're all together oh, in the same room. I job. think that's like a little, <laughs> a little weird. But I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. It's hard to say because I can say I'm cool and like it hasn't actually happened. So sure. I can't know for sure. You know how you feel when. But in my head, I'm kind of like, yeah, I think I'd be fine with it. it like I was, th- I'm thinking of like a, if I was with a girl and she came back and was like. And uh, it's it's interesting to me that I think of it differently. Like if it was a a girl on girl situation, mm-hmm. like if she was like, well, 
we went to these female masseuse and they do a female version of a happy ending and we all did it on, yeah. our, on our own. I go, I think you'd be fine with I'd that. be like, tell me everything. <laughs> did you like it? Did you not like it? How'd they do it? So you're How saying if a woman did good? it? Yeah. What if a man did it? The man doing it you just created a whole different scenario. I know. That's, I'm like, just, a, that's I, like a lesbian <laughs> porn situation. I'm talking about like if a man a guy does did it, it. She comes back. I would go. I'd probably have just as many questions. I wouldn't be angry. You, you'd want to. Yeah. You'd like, want to know. Questions. And I'd be like, well, let me, let me hear what how this she, went. What if she did that? And she just never told you, but you found out one of her friends mentioned it to you like six months later. Uh, would you feel worse about that? I think you would. I'd feel worse about. There's two scenarios that for that. That's if why I want to know because I'm like, oh, okay. Like if you're telling me, I, I assume that's like that you're not doing other weird shady things because you're just telling me about the. I, I think there was, I think there's have. a respect to lying that you make sure you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> be respectful enough to be a good liar. Yeah, be respectful enough to not to have this not make me upset. Okay, and that's a really old school. I don't really way get of, with that. Well, so you would be upset or you, you would, would be, be upset, more upset that I found out and I would be like, okay, now I have to deal with this in my head. I have to go through, um, should I be embarrassed? Should I, you know, I'd have to talk it out. Like, should I tell anybody about this? Should right. I, do I not trust her in any other situation? Well, I think the last part is probably the most important because it's like, if they tell you, then it's like, they're like sharing with you this weird experience they had. Yeah. If they don't tell you, it makes everything else seem weirder because then you're like, yeah. what else are they not telling me? Sure. What other, like for me, like that's why I'm always like, you can do whatever you want. Just tell me about it. Which you, I mean, in the beginning you were just kind of like, let's all just have our own little secrets. But yeah. I think if you tell the person about it, they don't feel like if I found that, if I found out that like one weekend I was away, my boyfriend got like a happy ending massage and I, he just didn't tell me. And I found out from one of his friends who slept. I'd be like, my boyfriend's like a shady guy. Sure. Like, I don't know what else he's doing. I don't know where he's going. If that's just something he casually did and like didn't tell me about it, then like, then your mind goes to all these other places. Yeah. That's I, why I want to know. See, I, I'm kind of like, as we're talking about it, I'm thinking about it, you know, just more and more. Mm -hmm. The idea that like, I think it would be, you know, this email presents a very different scenario than how you would want it to happen right the email presents it they get um are in thailand she writes we are in thailand yeah. he wants to get a happy ending massage i think this is like this is like uh an example that can teach couples to be like you better be so open about your sexual shit <laughs> like that when you get to Thailand, whoever you're with is like excited for the sexual thing that you want to happen there. Does that make some sense? I don't totally get that. So thing. like, if like, like, I think it's different if they had been like, we're going to Thailand and then like part of their, you know, sexy talks, shtick, right, yeah. shtick whatever it is, uh -huh. included some version of, right. I, I've always wanted that. So this, this is isn't something. just like a random like, you didn't just see it on a sign and go, yeah. oh, I'll take one okay, of those. Okay, yeah, I feel that. Because you know the person so well and sort of like their sexual kinks that you know that that'd be something that they would like sure. be interested in. Like this couple feels sexually off on each other. They're, it feels like they haven't spoken. Mm -hmm. You know? Like if they had spoken and she was like, and he was like, listen. They've I mean, been together six years. Yeah, it's a little weird that this would be catching her completely off guard. Well, y yes. I, yeah. I, I think it's like, and, and if that's the case, did it really matter to him? Or does he want to tell her something? 
Right. Does he want? Is this his chance to say, "Listen, I want hand jobs from other people"? <laughs> you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a possibility. Like, I, I just think like if it, you know, sexual stuff with your partner, I, I think there has to be less of a surprise and more of like a, you know, you, you have been talking about it for a long time. Right. Although I, th- I could see how the idea might cross his mind in thailand i also just, i just think it's weird if you're with your if you're on va- i think it's always as a rule of thumb i would say always a little odd to go on vacation with your significant <laughs> other and want to get like s- pleased sexually by someone who is not them on vacation when like vacations are like a great time to have sex with someone that I'm, you're with. i'm on board with that totally <laughs> i i mean i that's why i'm i'm trying to figure out the way mm-hmm. that he why he brings this up yeah he, because this is like to me like Guys don't go on vacation to ruin their own blowjobs. Right. <laughs> so he's That's not good. Like why? This is a, a thing to bring up that every human mm-hmm. knows is a vacation ruiner. Yes. So why would he bring it up? I to don't me, know. that's a guy who already got one. Oh, and he wants to retroactively now, get permission. Yes. Right. Already got one, wants permission. He yeah. already booked the plane ticket. Now he's asking for the paid time off. It, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in addition to that scenario, right. that's maybe why they're in Thailand. Wow. Now As, she has to rethink her whole vacation strategy with she, this guy. She's in Thailand right now rethinking her whole life. Right. Yeah. I would, uh, I would ask more questions to this guy. know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. 
Go to Clarence.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do a let's do a rear our rom com interpretation of the of the week. Let's do it. And if you have your rom com interpretations that you want to send in, yeah, UUP at betches dot com, UUP at betches dot com. All right. So someone wrote this wrote in asking us for to- us to talk about this one. She says, "My friends and I constantly debate the Carrie and Big relationship on Sex in the City. I personally think it's one of the most abusive relationships ever filmed on TV." My God. My friends disagree and say Big is the man Carrie was supposed to be with, and don't agree that he sucks. Can you debate this? Wasn't that the re- wasn't that relationship just so fucked up? And how did she con- still continue to take him back after every horrible thing he did? Well, you're. Are you a big Sex in the City fan? I've seen all the Sex in the Cities, like any basic, sure. basic fucking bitch. That's okay. Um, yeah, and I love it. It's I like, watch the movie. I hate it and I love it. Yeah. I think it's absurd. The movie is more absurd. The movie is eight hours long. The movie I can't is abs- believe it. The movie is like the cheesiness level of the movie, and like just like the materialism of the movie is like a little off-putting because it just kind of makes women seem like these like shopping obsessed like. But wasn't that Carrie? Romance obsessed airheads. Yeah. Which she is, but she's a little more nuanced on the show because they have more time to like kind of get into her like thought patterns and all that other shit. Let's go through Big's. Right. So Carrie meets season Big. Like he's like the recurring male like anti-hero throughout the entire show. Like I think it was 10 seasons or six seasons or something like that. Six seasons. So how, what horrible things did he do? He really doesn't do anything that's like, it's not like he like beats her up or like. It's like verbally abusive or anything like that. Mm. He really just like jerks her around for six seasons, which okay. I think is the most relatable part of the show. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. Give me some examples. Cause I'm, because I've, most guys don't really like, are not like so terrible that you're like, oh my God, what a fucking yeah, you, like. You couldn't, you couldn't go to evil the police, bag, the police right? precinct yeah. and, and show him like, he doesn't text me after we fuck. Exactly. And then, like, it's not like he's like screaming obscenities on her on the street or sure. like any, but he's just like, He's just a detached. Okay. She always wants more from the relationship than he does. Got it. Right? So, like, he... In the beginning, I remember season one, like, he... She wants to meet his mother and go to... For, for season one, he's, like, date... They, they go on all these dates and she thinks they're, like, together and then she sees him out. She's out with her friends at dinner and she sees him on a different date. Okay. And she's, like, I thought we were, like... I couldn't even imagine, like, going on a date with someone else. Like, I thought this was such an intense sure. thing. And he's, like, well... It's like and getting a handjob. Whatever. Eventually, she like gets him to date her, and then he she wants to meet his his mom, and he's like, I don't want to introduce you to my mom yet. Like we go to church every Sunday. That's like our thing. Mm. And she like kind of stalks him outside the church. And she like I, waits outside the church so she can meet the mom anyway. Team big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that one. And then like at the end of season one, she like. He's taking her away on vacation, mm. and like they're about to leave, and she like wants him to tell. He like won't say I love you. So she breaks up with him and doesn't go on the vacation. He's still team. I'm, I'm giving you the yeah, examples yeah, no, of like I, I think this is painting I'm, I'm, like I'm, the. I'm, I'm I'm checking the list. Right, and here's the thing about this is that Carrie is like in her mid 30s in the show, sure, low to mid 30s, mm. and then maybe higher, or whatever, throughout the show. And for me, I'm kind of like I understand. Be, be, I watched this show a lot when I was like between like. 18 and 25 Hmm. and I think I related a lot to her character but I think she is now I'm like I think you are too old to be doing this shit 
it, it was too late in life to be not to not just be like here are the signs of an emotionally unavailable man that does not want to commit to you yeah it's time for like you have to take some responsibility and just not keep going back to him mm-hmm. she has this like very strong pull to him he's a very charming wealthy sure. guy yeah it's a little older he like calls her kid which is kind of weird and they have like a good back and forth there's definitely yeah. chemistry yeah, yeah but yeah. he's just like he'd been married before he's just like not really looking to get married i mean in the movie he gets you know he kind of gets dragged into this whole thing like to, oh when he, he proposed right where he doesn't really want to get married he's, right he's cutting fruit or he's cutting vegetables and right. then he's like yeah let's just yeah do this. let's just do it yeah like, fine uh, and she's like we're getting married and then it goes from a 75 person wedding to a 200 person wedding <laughs> right and he's like we're getting out of control here this is my fifth wedding right you know like he's like it's uh i mean i mean here's the thing i understand her perspective this isn't her fifth wedding this is her first wedding she's like very excited about totally. this wedding she has the right to be yeah but she shouldn't wear be, a peacock on my head she shouldn't be <laughs> with big yeah he's not the he's well, not that into her well this is what this is kind of why guys the, who are into you you don't have to worry that they're not going to show up on your wedding day no and <laughs> <laughs> no your flip phone right. isn't the issue and she's like by the time this movie airs like 40 years old you should know better yeah you should have <laughs> but this is the thing this is why this email annoys me okay the way it's written annoys me, and I'm sure she's a great listener and a fine person. Mm-hmm. Um, we're constantly by uh, the Carrie and Big's relationship on Sex and the City. I personally think it's one of the most abusive relationships ever filmed on TV. Okay, you that obviously I not watched with. SVU. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, right, you're, she's not, he's not putting her in his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> so let's kind of let's fucking right. He's like a little. I understand what she like. She's saying he's like kind of condescending throughout the whole thing. But really, I think it's like equally her. She knows he doesn't change really, and that's the change. most realistic part is that also, he doesn't change throughout all the seasons. But really. also, he doesn't. You know, the whole mom thing to me. That's him being like. This is not what I'm ready for. You have a lot of girls that will, and then she writes, uh, "Can you? Why, wasn't that relationship just so fucked up? <laughs> yeah, the relationship's fucked up because they're both in the relationship. Right. They're both playing this game. He will never say to her, I'm out completely. Stop talking to right, me. Right, he never said I that. I don't give you the things that you want. But she never gives, Let's listens. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like both of their faults and... I've been in that really I mean like sure. I, I think a lot of women watch that and they're like I'm dating this guy and like the worst thing that I think that the TV show did especially at the movies is that they show this guy eventually coming back and marrying her yeah and he's saying oh you're the the, the last see the last episode is like he comes to France mm. when she's with this other guy and he professes his love for her and then they're together that's not true that doesn't happen that's a long shot Right, yeah, and that's then, not going to happen if you let this guy string you along for six years, and you're like because you think you have sure. that special connection. That doesn't. He's not going to one day turn around, follow you to France, and tell you he loves you. That's like the this unrealistic wrong. This type of woman is buying a bad lottery ticket and expecting the numbers to change. Right, and I get it. I've been her. I've yeah. been, and I think like watching this show, especially dating that guy, was just kind of like. I get it. Like, I get what it well, feels like to kind of just like be so obsessed with this guy who you just kind of always, cause he never, he's never really ending it. You're always kind of like, maybe this time he's for real. Cause he does well, come back a lot. The big thing always, res- remi- this, this whole scenario reminds me of like girls will write me mm-hmm. and they'll be like, they'll say this thing. They'll be like, he's 35. <laughs> he's not, I mean, come on. Right. And you're like, 
No. So yeah, <laughs> that's him. Just because you have uh, agreed upon terms of what a relationship is and who should be in a relationship and at what age doesn't mean everyone agrees to your terms. Right. So a lot of the the girl who writes that is abusive and is so fucked up and Carrie Big is the worst person alive. You're a person who's like, why won't Big just agree with everything I said? <laughs> wait i i'm dating you that means you should live by the dating ideals that i have created in my mind right and that's not how it works you have to listen to the other side and go you know dating's improv right you have to listen to your improv partner and go and let and say oh they want to go in that direction i'm ending the fucking scene yeah you have to take control over that and i think there was one really good scene um, anyone who's a really big fan will probably remember this scene. It's like in that last Where season. Where my city girl's they at. They should have ended it. They should have ended it after this scene because this was more the most realistic and empowering scene, not the scene where he comes and follows her to Paris, which would never happen and is bullshit. Sure. And she's about to leave for Paris. She's about to move with, to Paris with this guy who asked her to move to Paris with mm-hmm. him. And she's like excited about it. Of course. And he, Bill like, Bill, Bill, big. He like pulls up to her apartment as he usually does with his driver. Yeah. And he like gets out of the, cause she's not answering any of his phone calls cause he yeah. keeps calling her cause she's not answering. So he's more interested. Sure. Um, and he gets out of the car and he's like, what do you, what do you mean you're moving to Paris? Like you didn't tell me like, I, I he's like, I've just been thinking like, you didn't tell me. he's like, I've been thinking a lot about you and me. <laughs> And then she mm. stops him and she's like, you and me, nothing. Yeah. Like you have been jerking me around sure. for for six years. And like, what do you have? Some fucking radar. You can tell when I'm happy and you just come in and try to like shit all over it. Yeah. And she basically tells him off. And that to me was like the most empowering scene. Not mm. because she because he needs to be intensely told off, but because she's taking the power. She's saying like, you're not treating me right or you're not treating me the way that I want to be treated. Yeah. And I'm leaving. They don't end it there. Well, the, but I thought that was like the best scene of the whole their whole relationship, where she's just like, "I recognize what's going on, and mm. I'm done dealing with it." Big kind of proves how to me. Big proves how shallow Carrie is. How, like, how so? Like just this rich, powerful dude, uh, <laughs> tall, charming. dark, charming, full head of hair. <laughs> you know, I would like to see if Big was like the dude who owns the bar, the bartender. Right. What's his name? Steve. Steve. Bartender yeah. Steve. I would like to see what Carrie would do if it was Steve showing up, you know, in a, you know, in sure, the Uber. she wouldn't give him the time of day. At all. Aiden, who was really nice to her, which is another character okay. in the show. He was like a furniture store owner. He was like really into her. He, um, he proposes to her. Yeah. And she like doesn't like the ring, so she like throws up. Oh, okay. So, so come on. So I'm saying Carrie's crazy. like Carrie's a very narcissist. You're, you're saying Big's abusive. She's a very narcissistic character who doesn't who likes being jerked around a little bit. Sure. I understand. That's what I'm saying. Like her, given her age, I don't feel so bad for her that Bill that Big. I keep calling him Bill. That Big is like torturing her for all these years mm. just because like. You need to grow up and like figure out your values and date guys who are like nice to you or you kind of deserve to be dating this guy who jerks you around because you seem to really like it because you keep going back for more. Sure. And you also have to, you know, own your own taste. Right. Like Carrie never seems to have taste, the, the taste in men mm-hmm. throughout all these things because she'll just take anyone who treats her right. But not even really because she's dating Big. Well, in spurts, if Big treats her right for a minute, she's like, I'm back. Right. You know, and yeah. it's like with no idea of like, well, I don't like when people go away and come back right. all the time. Yeah. If you love me enough, you would be with me and you deal with me in the highs and the lows. And then she's not strong enough to just end relationships. 
Right. I definitely don't think it's abusive. I think it is a common kind of relationship. And I think that they're both like not really people who should be in long-term relationships because they accept each other's behavior. Yeah. I mean, the movie, in the movie Big, I mean... Big looks like such a fucking pussy. I, 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 Why? Because he doesn't show up? No, he doesn't show up. And then he's like, no, I made a mistake. I wrote you the love poem. <laughs> you know, like he, he goes back and forth so many times right. that you're like, dude, you got you to go take care of your fucking issues. Right. That, and then the best is Charlotte. No. I rue the day you were born. <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte's so annoying. I actually think she's the worst character. Interesting. I, yeah, she's, she's got... I like. I think guys, guys like guys like Charlotte. I think she's hot. Yeah, yeah. Miranda's really like the most interesting character on the show. She's funny. She's got like a job, but she, uh, yeah, <laughs> she's a little cynical and like negative and like men are the worst. But sure. she's also like. I also didn't blame Steve for what cheating. Steve, loser, loser, bartender Steve. I I don't know. I he I, owns his own bar. I felt for him because. He was like, let's make, she just couldn't get over it. And then you see, she's got the, you know, she hasn't taken care of her bush. (laughs) (laughs) No one deserves to be cheated on, but I agree. She was like a very, like, she was, she, she was too cynical and too like, she needed to be a little more upbeat. Yeah. They're all very flawed characters. Great show though. You should watch the show. You should watch the the show. You'd like it. Uh, Let's take a break. Nothing gives me naked confidence, like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time Time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium Europe 
European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. And we're back. Let's do an email. Ready? Let's do some emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You ready? Yeah. You want to read this one? Let's do it. Hi, guys. I've been dating my now boyfriend for the past one and a half two months it has been perfect except he lives 30 minutes away from me on a good day by car in LA I tend to go to his place a lot because he has his own house it is notably more romantic than my house with three roommates being new to LA and living in that new relationship YOLO cloud it has only recently hit me and my bank account that this cost me at least $50 round trip every time I go to his house I cannot afford this multiple times a week if at all I am a broke medical student I have no idea how to tell him this. In the past, I have never felt comfortable when men pay for things for me. He is also very successful financially, and I feel mildly lame telling him I can't afford a car to come see him. Location-wise, any other form of transport isn't an option. How do I broach the topic? Maybe open the door for him to pay for when he asks me to come to his place without seeing like I'm seeming like I'm trying to use him. I should also mention, we have known each other from a distance through mutual friends for the past six years, all just to say he is close with my closest friends and knows my family situation, i.e. he knows my father very is very well off, and he knows the lifestyle I live when I'm with my parents. However, when I'm not with my parents, I am given a very small budget, as I am in my 20s, still relying on them to survive because medical school. Thank you so much. What do we think? Um, I think that this is an interesting question because money is so rarely like discussed money issues, especially. I mean, like sure. they've only been dating a month and a half to two months, but it's such a an interesting taboo because it's a huge it's a huge thing in any relationship, but no one really talks about it. I also love that the I should also mention is always the most important part of the email. Which oh that he uh, <laughs> I should also mention, mention that my parents are loaded. My parents are loaded, so that's why I feel weird about having this whole talk. Right. That's the whole reason. Yeah. I mean, money is like a big thing. How much money people think you have, how much money you actually have, how much money you want to spend. Totally. And it's a, that's a, how much money people think you have versus what you have is a huge right. thing. Yeah. Because everyone, for the most part, you go to a group dinner, everyone assumes everyone's just on the same page for like, throw your cards in the right. middle. I mean, when you're dating someone, what are the, what are the things that you use to gauge how much money they have? How they you, live. You see their apartment. Sure. You go to their apartment, then you then you type it in on uh, <laughs> Street Easy. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Oh, girls are doing all this shit. You, go, you, you see, you get the address. I, I, I will say this. Guys are not doing that as much. Oh, we are. We get the address. <laughs> we type it in. Yeah. See how much it costs, how much your rent is. I mean, this guy, well, he owns his place. Right. And then, you know, you see how much, how many appetizers they're ordering on the dinner. Sure, sure. This is important. This you, I, girl, I think girls will do that. Like, I think what, a guy will probably notice this when, like, well, if you go out to eat with a girl and she's just like, has no concept of like how much she's ordering. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't bother that you. Doesn't, I don't connect that to what their financial situation is. 
Oh, you just... I'm just like... The, I, I, I never think of that. Does that, I mean, that doesn't... You never think about how much they're ordering? Not in con, in the context. I think of how much they're ordering because I'm like, I, I want to make sure we get enough food for the table. Um, <laughs> I think about that with guys too. It's like how, how frivolously are they kind of like spending money? How much are they offering to pay for things? How much are they sure. letting me pay for things? How okay are they? Right. I, I, I don't know. I think guys are in this position where it's like you, you're like gotta impress the chick first right and the I'm, rest will follow you know like right well that's good for like dates like one through five that's what i'm right? saying so yeah. like for this situation um you know like dates one through five are a different story than like but i don't i'm saying the clues for how they're living i i get through other means like what um I apartment is like number one. How are they living? Mm -hmm. And what situation do they have? It, you know, where she's with two roommates in her twenties. Like, I'm like, okay, that's not someone who's like going crazy, right? You know, like I and that's a, you know, if, you know, you you ever meet that person that they're like they're 22 and they're like, yeah, I got my own place, and then you see the place, you're like, this isn't for real at all. You mean like this isn't your, this isn't, you're not paying you're, for you're this? You're not paying for this. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like. Of course not, you yeah. Know, but if you're with two other roommates, I'm like, okay, there is some budgeting going on. Right. You know, like yeah, there is. a thought. There's yeah. a thought. There's a, you know, there's an idea. Do they Uber everywhere? Yeah, the Ubering Do, and the, you know, or the subway If situation. they say to me, why? Well, so you take the subway? I, oh, every now and again. You know what I mean? Like right. there's just like little tiny clues. Yeah. Not the dinner as much, but. Do you belong to Equinox? <laughs> yeah, where, where they go to the gym. Right. Um, how they get home for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Do they go home? Are they greyhounding it? Well, this is... <laughs> when their parents come to visit or they stay, stay in their apartment. Huge <laughs> deal. Right. I'm saying, but they, but the also the thing is what's not fair is to say because of all those things, I shouldn't have to tr be f fair in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like it isn't fair of this guy to hold whatever he thinks of your family against you. Right. Maybe if, he's not even thinking about it. I think. I if, bet you he's not. I, yeah. For me, I think he's just like, oh, she's coming over. Like, I would never think about like the gas money that anyone spent to get anywhere. I just like wouldn't cross my mind really. Or the, unless, the Uber situation. Right. I mean, I planes are like, oh, like you're clearly spending a lot on airfare if you guys were in like yeah. a situation where you had to visit each other. But I live in Harlem, um, right. which is like that's a cab ride, that's an Uber ride, you know. And um, I, I am wary of it. Like I do think of like, okay, um, let me get you a ride home or like, mm -hmm. and then sometimes I'm not, sometimes I forget about it and then it has been brought up to me. Really? How, how never, has it been brought up? Are like, you well, I'm coming up there, but it's fucking 35 bucks. Okay. And then what's your response to that? I'll pay for it. My bad. You know, I'll, I, I'll take care of it. Right. I think if I, yeah, I think my issue with saying that would be like, I don't, I don't know. I feel it's a kind it feels like asking people for money. Like Yeah, but it's a but when you look at it as like, listen, I'm coming to you all the time. Uh right. I, it's uh you're getting enjoyment out of this too. I, I don't think I can it's, totally relate to her her feeling of like I don't wanna bring this up because totally. I don't want to seem like I'm like Cheaping asking him for money. Totally even. And like what's the solution there? But I think there's a way where you say it like like I've had that it's been to me where it's like come to my place it, it's mm -hmm. like 50 bucks to get up there can you right. come down here and then that's like that's basically ringing the bell being like right that's hey. asking to offer that's asking you to offer it's a, yeah essentially and, and, and which is okay right I don't think there's anything wrong with that because it is I do think you there is there has to be some sort of fairness to this whole getting what if you together. were the girl 
I, I agree. Change things. Let's say let's say you lived in Harlem. You live in Harlem. You're the girl. Oh. Guy lives with with roommates. Are you kind of like, yeah, like, uh, and he's like, I don't, I don't really want to go all the way up there. It's like, it um, is exp- getting expensive for me. But I think it'd be I, tough, <laughs> right? It'd be. I I agree. You know, it'd be different for a woman. Wouldn't it be weird for you to be like taking that money? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? it would feel like the money's on the counter. Right on the way after. Fucking, yeah, that's you know, what I'm like, saying. It feels it. It's a totally different situation. But I, think. I, you know, I also live in this mindset of like I don't do things I can't afford. Right. So you I don't I, date people you can't afford. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I say that to guys all the time. If you can't pay for the first day, don't go on the. You can't date. Right. You know, like, you know, the don't pull, don't pull this whole like, well, we're equal in society now. <laughs> you know, like put away, you know, put away the fucking. Right. You know, you, you're trying to fuck or what? Uh-huh. You know, like it's, um, um, but if it was the, the opposite situation, I'd be like, I would do push the issue more of like, well, I got to stay in tonight. It would make the relationship harder. Yeah. I think it, I think it does. I think it's weird. Also, I, I do agree. Like from a female perspective, I think it's weird to take money. Also, I think it's weird. It's weirder for the guy, but it's like weird. I, it's weird both it is, ways. It is still weird. I do think that they've been together a month and a half, two months now, and it's time to say, "Hey, I'm spending like fifty bucks a week to get to you. I'm not asking for you to pay for my stuff. Maybe you come to me. Maybe we, you know, figure out. We got to figure out a different way to do this, right? Like, I, why I don't do- we move in together? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last. Right. Thing I'd say that is not something you should be doing. I'm just kidding. But, but yeah. I, 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 I do. Think- also, I think you can sort of hint at the fact that you do pay for your own shit. Yeah, and maybe like that old because he probably hasn't even really thought about it. Maybe he does think you just have like your dad's credit card and sure. you just do. And you just fill up your gas that way. So I think if you're just like at some other point, and I don't know, I think guys, sometimes they don't really take the hint. They're not like looking at reading into things you say. But if you're like, yeah, like it's actually been really annoying. Like I've had to pay for so much gas. I'm going all over the place. Like yeah. I got to drive to school. Like gas so expensive. And my dad like, or my parents like are not pay. I don't know. I think that there's like I a d- way to just kind of like bring it up enough times that he knows that's an issue for you he should at least get her a ride home a right. ride home like well, I, he's, she's I think driving it, it's gas money i thought it was uber is it i thought she was taking an uber to him um it's a 50 dollar round trip each time he goes oh she, she goes. says that yeah oh, okay so, so like, it must be an uber so like, yeah he should get her an uber back. like ride get me the ride home yeah hey i'm gonna go um i i how do you bring it up though that's the the question. Right. And how much also, I think this is another question, is how much does his response to that tell you? Well, that's the thing. If his response is, your parents are rich, what the fuck are your problem? That's not someone who like even respects your your ability as an adult. Right. It's okay. Listen, I'm not saying if you have parents that pay for things, I'm not beyond that myself. Like that's in my past, like I've had help. I'm not saying I'm not one mm-hmm. of those people, but I'm saying you have to admit to your reality and then and then people who respect you will respect the reality you give them. Right. So it's like, hey, um, I'm on a budget because I'm in med school. My parents do help me out, but they're not just giving me all the money I want uh, or anything I want. Um, it costs me 50 bucks every time I come to you. I, I, I got to switch things up because it, this uh, over time, this is going to clean me out. Right. Or I think she can also like ask him to come to her. She has roommates, yeah. but you know what? Like, who cares? I, I think reference the, listen, I, I can't spend 50 bucks this right. week. Can Would you, you mind come, coming can here? Can you come to here? 
And then that's like a cue to him where it's like, he should get he that. He should feel a little bad after hearing that. Enough yeah. to prompt him to like do something At that point, that. I'd be like... If he's oh, like, okay. okay, well, then I guess we'll hang out some other time. And then you know you've probably got to move on. <laughs> well, good luck. Right. Have fun with the roommates. Right. Tell I think I that, that, that's something I think that, that that's a possible response. Sure. Where he's like, if you can't just like, if this isn't the most convenient thing for me, then I don't really, I'm not going to put any effort into it. I, I That's a bad sign. I think with all dating... Like you have to be okay with finding out that you're just convenient. Right. You know, and, and it's then like doing it, with that what you will. Sure. Like there was like, uh, like if, if you're just going anytime someone calls and then every time they call, you're like, Ugh, I don't really want to do this, but I want to stay in this relationship. Right. Maybe you're not in a real relationship. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to test to see if a guy <laughs> is really in this, into yeah. you. Testing a guy is so fun. <laughs> that's and not maniacal at all. Uh, not at all. Just getting to see the response and then judging them heavily on it <laughs> is like one of the best activities. Well, that's also like what a lot of like that's what Carrie would never do. Right. She doesn't judge by responses. She just tries. She judges well, by whether you agree with her. And Sometimes, go down her alley of, and then complains to a magazine. There was one um, episode where Carrie B- Big has to move to work to to France actually for work for a okay. little bit, and she's like, "Okay, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll make it work. Like, I'll just like come visit and I'll mm. do her. Maybe I'll like do a little column from France or something." And he's like, "Nope. Like, I'm <laughs> going to work, and like I'll be back when I'm back, and like, yeah. maybe I'll see you when I'm back, and like maybe I won't." And then they like wind up breaking up because he's like not factoring her her as a decision into sure. this decision to move. He's like, "If I gotta go to France for work, I gotta go to France for work. Yeah. Like, I'm not like this isn't a group decision." So they wind up breaking up and then she sees him like a year later at a party and he's like engaged to a 22 year old. <laughs> I love big for the honesty. Like he just didn't, he wasn't right. Fearful. She wasn't, she said, I mean, at the end of the day he did say he never, he never told her something that wasn't true. Yeah. And she he never just, lies. Right. <laughs> Even though it hurts to hear. Right. She's just willing to get hurt a lot. Yeah, he. I mean, like they have a very fucked up. They do have a fucked up relationship. It's not abusive, but they do have a fucked up relationship. They wind up both cheating on their part. Like he winds up cheating on the, on the what his wife with her with her, and she's with Aiden, and they both just like have this affair. The most selfish. fucked up thing. They're just I two saw. like selfish kind of people who like sure. should be alone forever. Their both kids of them. gonna be brought up by the by the nanny. <laughs> right. The the most fucked up thing I saw was they were in bed together, and he had like the newspaper. I was like, oh, oh newspaper in there's, bed. There's and, and then he's also wearing a robe in bed, which I was like, this isn't, this isn't comfortable at all. Right. Yeah. There's this one episode where she like, in the beginning of their relationship where she farts in front of him and then he doesn't call her for three days. <laughs> and she's he's like, honest. she's going crazy. It's just like, and she's getting all the advice from her friends. And one of them is like, whoa, like it's not a big deal. And the other one's like, oh my God, you ruined everything. <laughs> it's a great show. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. 
Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's play some games. So we so we've been we've been uh, given a new game by a listener, which we are really into. It's called Saint. We're, we're calling it Saint or Psycho. She calls it Power Move or Psycho. Yeah, we thought Saint or Psycho was a better name for it, right? Because so many people write in with a scenario and they'll go, "Am I being crazy?" Which is a totally normal right. question. If you're asking if you're being crazy, it usually means you're not being crazy. But sometimes, like something that is one is crazy to one person, like we say, creepy or crazy, sure, or creepy or or like hot, hot, yeah, right. Where it's like sometimes something is a power move to someone who's like kind of into it, sure, and totally creepy to someone who's not. But she gives us a few scenarios. If you guys have any more, email us uup at betches That's uup at betches Sane or psycho? Okay. Is it a power move or psycho? Is it sane or psycho to show up at a bar you know someone you're interested in uh, is at because you stalk them on Snap Maps? I'm going with sane. You think sane? You saw them on Snap Maps. You were interested in them. You made the play. You know they're there. You know they're there. I think it's a sane way of putting yourself in front of someone that you're attracted to. In real life, too. So you're okay. using it is opposed. I mean, you. I think it's the same move if you're someone you're interested in. It's a psycho move if um, they're your ex. Totally agree. This okay. is sane until you've fucked. Right. Or this it's, becomes psycho after you fucked. Right. This is sane until right until you've done that and then you're yeah. Because after you fuck, or now if you're the just. Person, if the person is not like answering you and you do that, that's like. Sure. Yeah, but you have to. This has to be someone that you're like, I don't know if they know that I like them, but I'm right. like into them. Yes. That's sane to that's me. That's sane. But once it's like they're no, they're knowing that and they're not telling you yeah. where they're going. That means they didn't want to fucking tell you. Right. So I think it depends on. The when we land on the fuck calendar. Exactly. All right. Next one. Sane or psycho. To get someone tickets to a concert two months in advance after only dating for three weeks. I think sane. Okay. I think sane because like if it doesn't work out, you just take someone else. Yeah. Okay. It's like a hopeful thing. It's only psycho if this is your way of keeping them in it. Right. Or so, if the ticket is more than like $150. Okay. So 100 buck <laughs> ticket, you're cool with sane. $100, fine. It's sane if you're willing to lose the night. Okay. You know, if you're like, we're not just going to not go. Yeah. But anything more expensive than that, I think. A little psycho. Right. Especially if it has their, it's not (laughs) non-transferable. Concert. It's a concert. It's not, I I think it's sane. You could always sell those on the secondary market, even if they're expensive. Okay. You could have also like really connected on a music thing. Right. You both like. You could take, you could figure it out. Sane or psycho to try to hang out with your ex's friend? Psycho. Psycho, but I, would, I might do it. It's psycho because... <laughs> One-on-one? Definitely psycho. To try and hang with your ex's friend? Yeah. 
Yeah, because you are willingly going in just trying. Whether you believe, you might be like, well, this friend I've really always had a thing for, but at the same time, you know what you're doing. Right. You're will you're willingly going in and trying to hurt somebody to yeah. make yourself better. Right. That's or a psych- that's, that's a psychotic. A psychotic yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to do that. Yeah. Right. You're not trying to do the normal sane path, which is to get away yourself from get away from their whole lives right. to make yourself get better and, and then hopefully they get better okay i agree psycho although i feel like <laughs> i might have done it before um okay let's do a little red flag or deal breaker let's do it wears moisturizing gloves on your first date because he or she uh is very concerned with the softness of their hands that's deal breaker you're out yeah you, this what is, if they're just like i mean like i'm on a juice cl- is that different than i'm on a juice cleanse way different you chug the juice before you get there. I don't have to sit there with Michael Jackson. <laughs> look at, They're the same. It's, it's just me. I'm just I, wearing the gloves. I don't have to sit there with Chef Boyardee yeah. with the gloves on. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. They care about their, about their cuticles. It, well, they didn't care. They care more about their cuticles. Than, it's a first date. Okay. That's fair. I guess if it's a guy, I'm, I'm probably out. Cause oh, why are those gloves on? Well, I'm just very It's called a guy who's afraid to get his hands dirty, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if a guy has them on you, in no way. That's true. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. A few years post-grad, he wears his frat letters to a date, a few dates in, and it's just the movies. But still, ew. Is he going to order jungle juice with his popcorn? I think this is fine, actually. I think this is fine, too. Especially <laughs> the scenario that... This girl is very upset. It's a right. chill it's a movie? movie date. Yeah, I have so many old sorority sweatshirts that I would like... It's comfy date. Yeah. It's not like he wore it to like... A black tie wedding yeah <laughs> also it's not like you, it's a dinner it's not a dinner you just went to the movies right i think it's fine to wear like a frat sweatshirt yeah somewhere if it's a movie sweatshirt yeah not on the it, first date here's like, when it becomes a deal breaker how if, old it's, is he? if it's brand new and they keep sending him new ones because he's like just keep me on the mail- mailing list right i like these sweatshirts yeah it has to be from his era that he's still wearing because it's comfy yeah, I wear that shit around my apartment all the time. Yeah. I don't think that's Red that flag. weird. Very, very judgmental. Only That must be the same person who thinks Big's abusive. <laughs> Only flushes the toilet after he or she goes to the bathroom at least three times in it because he or she wants to save water. Like it is an environmental thing? Is there an environmental problem? I know what you're going to say, turtle, turtle hater. Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I think. I think let's say let's change this one okay. I, I want to change this okay they live by the yellow let it mellow if it's yellow let it mellow if it's if it's brown, brown flush it down because that to me someone could exist where they're like right. listen i i want to do my part um and i figure the one thing i can do on a daily basis is yellow let it mellow but are they i feel like this person is going to be like hypercritical of my recycling habits which don't exist sure um so I might be out just yeah. cause like they're a little just too like, earnest. Hey, I can help the, I can help the world in one way and this is my way. Nothing on you, but right. I ain't flushing the toilet. If I pay, you can do it. I think I'm out. You're what, out. What about you? Um, you need to walk in and just see their urine all the time. We could never eat asparagus. Right. That's out. I, I feel love like asparagus cause then you gotta smell that shit. Do all you night. recycle? Well, no, Come on. Right. That person's not going <laughs> to like you. <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? I think recycling's bullshit. 
Yeah. I don't think it really exists. Like, do you really think that the guy taking the trash out of Starbucks is keeping those bags separate? Yeah, like you who? Know, when you, you ever go up to those things where it's like, it says all the words that you don't understand and then you have to like fucking figure out which thing's yeah. going which and you're I like, I like the idea this. of like not being an asshole, but like, sure. just don't feel like this is the way to do it. This isn't it. Right. Flush the fucking toilet. Yeah, we're Deal both breaker, out. All right, breaker. bye. Anyway, <laughs> that's our show. That's our episode. We're here every Wednesday. Keep spreading the word to friends. Keep telling your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters. We're every Wednesday. UUP at Betches.com. We'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.